being set up by God for good success in Christ. Lincoln here from Turn to Burn Family Family.com is a transformational man cave. Continuing on our Turn to Burn Discipleship Power Book Tour on the good news of the gospel that Jesus Christ of Nazareth gives new life. Now the gospel pivots on the truth that Christ or Jesus of Nazareth exists eternally. He is above time, there is no beginning or end. And he is at minimum one, self-existent. See John chapter 17, verse 5, Exodus 3, 13 to 15. Now as Yahweh, he is the God who created himself. Fallen man makes fallen gods every day. And this is an indication of our need to worship someone or thing. If fallen man made God as Yahweh God, he would be uh, self-centered, compromising, insecure, and flaw-filled lame duck, sort of similar to some democratically elected presidents and leaders. The fact that Yahweh God made himself is a source of good news as he is love and beyond human reproach and error. 2. Christ or Yahweh God is invincible. He is all-powerful. He is omnipotent and he is almighty. See Genesis 17 verse 1, Job 42 verse 2, Revelation 19:6, Matthew 19 verse 26. Now this is again great news as Christ cannot be defeated by anyone or any sin and we therefore can dependably trust him to conquer sin. We remain defeated if we retract from him as Christ and keep our love for sin. 3. Christ is victorious everywhere simultaneously or a big word omnipresent see proverbs 15 verse 3 psalm 139 verse 7 to 13 zechariah 4 verse 10 now let's camp here and unpack this as some people fail to appreciate god's victory and glory even in the presence or face of rampant sin the question that many ask is, why is sin so rampant with an omnipresent or victorious God? Now recall that we have no privacy from God, and He is located everywhere, even in hell. Psalm 139 verse 8 Your sin, that is, using your God-given power to choose to rebel against or oppose God, thus giving your heart or castle to Satan, does not make God unavailable or defeated while you are alive, as this would mean that he would not be unchanging, omnipotent, or omnipresent, as somewhere, some choice in your life defeated him, and that is impossible. Your choices defeat you, not God. Your love of sin, however, prevents spiritual transformation in your life as he chooses to not dominate inside you. See Genesis 1.28, Deuteronomy 30.15 Unrepentant sin evicted the Holy Spirit from inside man. 
Genesis 2 verse 7 teaches that God's breath or neshama, his soul or his spirit, was what was blown into Adam, the first man's corpse, to animate him. And Genesis 2 verse 17 then warns man of the consequence of eating of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, which is immediate death or moot. They didn't physically die when they ate the wrong tree. So God must have meant spiritual death, with his, which is defined as living without the Holy Spirit. See Ezekiel chapter 13, 9 to 14, sorry, chapter 37, 9 to 14, and Job 33, verse 4. Now, I am not saying that God doesn't impact sinners' lives through healing, casting out demons, etc. However, their hearts, their habits, dreams, behaviors, perceptions, and logic are not being transformed or shaped to his image despite being exposed to his impact or presence. God intended to be one with man, the Hebrew Emmanuel, and our sins vetoed that plan in our lives. Because of God-given choice, the only place that the omnipresent God doesn't choose to dominate is the unrepentant heart, as he encourages man to honor him by choice. 1 Corinthians 13 says love is comely, which speaks to being honorable. So when we love God, we honor him. And when he gives us free will, he honors us. Our choice, he honors us. Your sin shows that you are dishonorable and hostile, hostile and you haven't connected and submitted to God's omnipresent spirit. So here is why there is so much darkness in the world, despite the light coming, Isaiah 60 verses 1 to 2. We can imagine that all humans are like rooms wired for light. However, the switch is turned off in the unbeliever's life, so they live in darkness. The question remains, is that house wired for power? Sinful living turns off the divine switch in our lives. Sin shows that although Christ is omnipresent, he is not omni-welcome. Sin is the faithful ignorance of Christ's victorious knocking on your heart's door. The central point of this rambling is that God invites man to get involved for his omnipresence to be felt on earth through our choices. Or put another way, God prefers to impact earth through his image bearer, man, even though there are ample examples of his non-human impact on earth. We'll be continuing on some more elements of the nature of who God is in Christ in our next episode, and we encourage you to share with us your views, share with us your comments, your questions, so we encourage you to have a great weekend, encouraging your families to be a messianic family. Why rob God in this world of you and your family? And until next time, be nuclear. Join the FAMT Institute for only $60 per month for the Messianic Kid, Messianic Teen, and Messianic Adult Mentoring Programs, and $250 per month for the Messianic Family Program. 
personal sessions are available for $100 per session. We look forward to having you join the conversation at the Family Institute at famtfamily.com. Man was made in God's image. A corpse until animated by Yahweh's breath. His flesh now rots into a source of carnage. Feeling that living for flesh, he will somehow evade his death. Meanwhile, at his door lies his carnivorous captor. The word of God is our creator. One man commanded the chaos of Genesis 1 verse 2. Christ, one with God's breath, creates God's likeness in flesh. Until a snake tricked a woman. And she entrapped Adam who disrupted God's will. To cover shame, man's fate sealed with the lamb's blood spilled. And the promise was made that man would be saved. Despite a fiery fate with a fiery grave. One day a Messiah would come to disrupt our flesh and take the snake's venom whilst crushing his head. Until then the dog wagged by the tail. One big tail. One maga mongrel. Obsessed with Adam's apple, the fast passed to hell. So God's lamb to earth came and disrupted our shame. Taking ownership of our blame, roasting in the eternal flames of God's eternal wrath on the cross. His innocent blood touched earth's soul. And in that one moment, he became the flesh disruptor. Releasing to repentant man the holy flamethrower. He is our savior from the beast in the mirror. Look deep into your eyes and you see Stalin and Hitler. Beware. They're there. Waiting to pounce through the air on your loved ones. And only one man can disrupt them. Please keep those call-ins coming. We encourage your feedback and we thank you for your support. Lincoln here encouraging you to have a great day today and to represent for your family and to keep giving us ideas as to areas and topics that you'd love that we should discuss in the area of male literacy or the literacy of being masculine. So have a great day and be nuclear.